Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. How I wish that there were more than the 24 hours in the day. Even if there were 40 more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. A fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is strong heart and a nerve steel. Viva! Welcome to another episode of Viva La Vegas here. As always, I'm your host, Blackjack Fletcher. We are joined by our great friend uh, of SBR, Jeff Nadu, the big man on campus. Jeff, how you doing tonight, brother? Pretty good, Blackjack. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Can't complain, my man. Can't complain. Uh, so uh, I'm sitting here watching this Golden Knights game. Obviously, high drama here. Uh, Winnipeg with the one nothing series lead, but the Knights up 3-1 to one in the third period. Yeah, that was a big goal they just got uh, by I, – look, March I can't pronounce so. it. March or so, yeah. Big goal there. Uh, yeah, listen, this is a big game. We had to get this one. You head back to Vegas now. 100%. Hopefully, up, uh, you know, tied 1-1. And, uh, with home ice. Yeah, we'll see. yeah, exactly. We'll see what we can do out in uh, in the desert. Yeah, big uh, big kind of kind of comeback in a way here. They've been very good. Answer right away when you go, uh, you know, only down a goal at that point. You answer, go up 3-1. It's been nice having the two-goal lead for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we've got some other – we've had some we've had some close calls today, Jeff. Uh, you know, I had uh, – I had the the easy one, I guess, earlier today, the over with the Braves and the Cubs. That hit pretty easily. But then I just hit the over with the Indians and Tigers in the top of the ninth inning. Francisco Lindor with two outs drives in the ninth run of the night to go over the total there. Uh, And I'm also riding with the Warriors plus one and a half. They've got a five-point lead halfway through the third. Yeah, you got to love those uh, two outs solo home runs in the ninth inning that are basically meaningless but uh yeah that's a good one i mean that's a big uh that's a big time play and big time hit there to hit that one and yeah uh the warriors look like the better team in this game you know early on it was it was tough but they got their footing um i, I think houston offensively is really i mean they're just totally dependent right now on on james harden i mean you look at harden i mean 30 points um pj tucker's been a non non-existent eric gordon's been an absolute mess uh, Chris, Chris Paul's giving you a little bit, but um, they're, they're extremely uh, dependent right now on Harden. And you look at how many times Blackjack they've had, uh, you know, close calls of the shot clock. How many shot clock violations they had? Um, it was you know, ugly. Jeff, this is this has been my my problem with the Rockets in the playoffs. And I mean, tell me if you've seen anything different. During the regular season, they played a very fast tempo. They took more threes than any team in the league. And in the playoffs, they just seem to be playing noticeably slower. 
I feel like you watch them time after time, and it's either Harden or Paul, specifically Harden, though, that will bring the ball up court, dribble it around the three-point line, and wait until there's four or five seconds left, and then launch a shot. They don't seem to be playing with the same tempo they played with all year. No, and, and you're right about that. That's an interesting uh, point by you. You know, I didn't really kind of notice it, but you know, you look at um, and this is interesting. You know, you look at even now. Keep on. This is the last three games now in the season during the season. Houston was number one in the league in points off of three pointers. They scored yep. almost forty six points a game. You look at in the over the last three games, it's down to thirty nine. Yeah. So you know, their, their points are coming from a lot different ways and. You know, again, a lot of it is, you know, sometimes you get out in fast breaks and stuff like that, but it seems like their offense is totally different. And, again, that's kind of a concern. I mean, that's not something you want to do along, you know, a lot. No, why would you change what got you to the number one seed in the Western Conference during the playoffs? And I'll be honest with you, I wasn't impressed with them against Minnesota, and I wasn't impressed with them against Utah. I, I thought that they played at times, they looked disinterested, they looked lackadaisical. I don't think that they played very uh, inspired basketball. Right, and and that's why I think for a lot of people, I think that was kind of the reason why, you know, people, well, you know, it's their number one seed. They got home court advantage, da-da-da-da. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't think they're as good as Golden State. So, I mean, it, no, it, they're not. it, really, it really doesn't matter. what You know, it doesn't matter if they're playing on Mars. I mean, they're, just, they're not as good. And, and that's you know, something for me that I didn't really want to – you kind of tempt fate with. I mean, I don't want to bet against Golden State. I just don't. And in a game like tonight, you're getting points at Golden State. You don't get that very often. No, they very well may not cover and they may lose. I don't know, but um, it's hard when you're getting that proposition, you know, to to not to not take it. I mean, listen, there um, are certain things in sports when it comes to these right. playoffs this year that you just don't pass up. When I see the Golden Knights plus money, when I see the Warriors getting points, when I see the Boston Celtics at home getting points. I'm going to take all of those. Right, and and that's the kind of I think, and it's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting betting a point as well to make to people. Um, I did a podcast last week with 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 a uh, with someone on Twitter. Um, they have a gambling podcast, and they asked me to call in and talk about college basketball. And I think one of the myths that a lot of people have blackjack is when you bet on things. Sometimes people get this thing in their head where they can't do certain things. They don't want to bet on certain teams. They think everything's a trap. Um, sometimes, um, you know, sometimes whoever makes the lines gets it wrong. Um, and, and sometimes you got to just take it sometimes and tempt fate. Um, at the end of the night, Blackjack, if you were to take Golden State and they were to lose tonight, um, would that have been a bad bet to you? No, I don't would think you, so at all. Been, I'm going to take the Warriors catching points every single time. Right. You wouldn't have been pissed off. You'd have been like, well, because I was happy the first getting my time money in there. In two years that the Golden State Warriors are an underdog. Think about right. that. It is the first time in two calendar years this team is catching points. I'm going to take it, particularly when the Rockets are playing the way they are. If the Rockets had come out in these playoffs and had been blowing teams out of the water, I'd feel differently, but I'm sorry I don't. And, you know, it's interesting. You look at, you look at Houston and you say to yourself, well, you know, I like Paul and I, I love Harden, but do I love anyone else? Like, do I look at this team and I'm like, wow, you know, I have to have that guy. I mean, Capella's a decent defender, and he'll give you the occasional lobby. He's kind of a Ben Wallace type. He's a great defender, gives you your occasional dunk or or putback, uh, but he's not overly, you know, great. But then you look at the Warriors, and you say, well, I love Durant. I really love Thompson. I love 
Curry. Um, Draymond Green could be a moron, but I like him defensively particularly. Uh-huh. And Iguodala I love defensively. You look on the bench, I like Nick Young a lot. Uh, Livingston's turned into a very solid backup. Um, they have multiple guys. And that's why, for me, it was hard to envision. Look, can Houston win a game? Yeah, uh, maybe two. I but don't see more than that. They're not winning this series. It's just not going to happen. Nope, I don't think so either. I think you're looking at a Golden State team that is head and shoulders better than anybody left in these playoffs, and they're going to win their second title in a row. I said Warriors in five. Um, I'll I stick to it. that. Um, I, I, I think it's – I could see them maybe winning game two, and this one evens up, or, or maybe game three and they get on 2-1, but I think that's the closest they're going to get. Uh, yep. I, I would be really surprised if, if – if they won more than two games, I just, I just don't see it. Uh, but you know, we'll see crazier things have happened, but uh, I, I don't see it. I, I don't, I don't either, Jeff. Um, so like I said, we have a lot going on in the world of sports today. Obviously the United States Supreme court also legalized sports gambling. They gave States the right to legalize sports gambling rather, uh, depending on what States choose to do. So that is a, monumental decision for those of us who enjoy gambling on sports. Um, it'll be up to the individual states from here on out how they, uh, how they do that. The, the interesting thing to me, Jeff, and you know this is coming off of me just being out in Vegas last week, and I talked to several bookmakers. I spoke to uh, the head of U.S. trading at William Hill. I spoke to uh, the um, assistant bookmaker at the Rampart Casino, and I asked them both about this and kind of what they thought was going to happen. And, and the response I got was interesting. First, they thought it would have very little impact on Las Vegas because, number one, people said the same thing when casino gambling became legal in the 70s, that, oh, this is going to hurt Vegas, and all it did was drive up interest. Because at the end of the day, there is no place in this country like Las Vegas. There, there, there just isn't. So if you enjoy gambling and it's something you're into, you're still going to go to Las Vegas because it's not the same as going to a local place. But the, the thing that I found interesting was, you know, they both had concerns about what these states were going to do because it, it, you know this, Jeff, that running a sports book is not like opening a casino. You put slot machines in a casino, they're guaranteed moneymakers. A sports book is not a guaranteed moneymaker and certainly not on the same level of casino games. And if you don't have qualified people running those books and adjusting those lines properly based on your liabilities, you very well could have a problem. You also may get certain states that get greedy and try to overtax the sports books, in which case, again, you could have a problem. So I'm going to be very curious to see how these individual states line up their sports books. Yeah, I, I think for for that point, I, I think you know you will obviously you, you look to hire people that have you know experience in the business, you know things like that. But that's an interesting point. You know, Blackjack, I and I think we're gonna. I I think this is gonna be a great discussion because I, I gotta I gotta say I, I disagree completely. I think Las Vegas is gonna really hurt from this, and I think you know for yeah, me, I, I um, don't see that. I, I look. Well, I'm gonna tell you why. First of all, I, I'm the I'm among I'm one of the I love sports betting. It's my whole life. Um, I have never been there. And now that this happens, I don't really see a reason to ever go there, nor do I see a reason going forward if any state in the union allows it, why anyone would go there. Um, They can just go to their local casino and bet. They can go to their local casino and play. I get if you're someone that likes to see a show or you like to see, you know, these certain things, but 
other states are going to allow UFC fights. There, you can go to Barclays and get the same experience from a fight. Um, you can go to Madison Square Garden. Um, keep in mind also, when you have New Jersey, you're dealing with a state that has a beach, a boardwalk, um, you know, the, the ability to have these family uh, towns you can go to, and, and you can, you know, they're all close to every major city uh, in America. Um, to, to say that it's not going to affect it, I think is a bit crazy. I, I don't know how it won't. And as far as, you know, and I'll let, you know, I'll let you continue. I know you have some other stuff on this, and I, I think it's a great discussion. I, 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 it's clear that Vegas is a little threatened by this. I mean, this is a, this is a city that has, for many years, uh, tried to block stuff like this from going on through state legislatures and things like that. Um, they're threatened by this, and I think if they um, act like they're not, they're just kind of one, you know, they're kind of thinking that, well, oh, well, nothing's going to go on here. They're worried about this. I don't think it's going to hurt them simply because, number one, Sports gambling is is not the the primary reason people go to Las Vegas. I, I mean, if you just look at the handles, it's not. Well, what? Let me ask you. The, the amount is, that's gambled there is not the primary reason why people travel to Las Vegas. But what is I mean, it? You, you, well, Jeff, people go to Las Vegas for any number of reasons. I mean, look. First of all, most states in this country don't have a ton of casino gambling, and they have nothing close to the experience of Las Vegas. I mean, there's. The only thing that might compare to it is either Atlantic City or maybe Foxwoods in Connecticut, and, and even that is a stretch. The, the Vegas experience is totally different. You can walk down the Vegas Strip and hit 20 different casinos that all have something different to offer. Also, if you're talking about just sports gambling, you may be a guy who enjoys gambling on sports, and maybe you like to do that, but maybe you have a wife or a girlfriend who isn't going to want to sit in a local book with you. But maybe she'll go out to Vegas and you can go to a show. You can go to famous restaurants. You can go and see all these different things. No, Las I hear Vegas you. Is, Las Vegas is still going to be Las Vegas. All it does is get more people involved in gambling. And look, it will, it will certainly take a bite out of the uh, day-to-day handle. I don't think there's any question about that. But all it's going to do is increase interest in gambling overall nationwide because the people that may have been less inclined to get involved with a local book or don't want to go and gamble with an offshore property, they're going to start to do that now. And you know what? They're going to get into it for a few months and say, hey, let's take a vacation out to Las Vegas because Las Vegas is still the gambling capital of this country. So while other places will certainly make money, and I do think it will take a bite out of Vegas's day-to-day handle on sports, it's not going to hurt them long-term. And the other factor, Jeff, is that most of these these books that are going to be opened up are going to be run by Vegas corporations. They're going to be MGM, they're though, going to be Caesars, they're going to be William Hill. Right, but, it's but, still going, but, to be, but they don't, it's going to be the same. Most of the time, they're not setting openers, though. They don't set the opener. A lot of the time, Vegas will go off of offshore and what they have. They're not originating the line. Well, I think that's going to change because I, I think the biggest losers in all of this is the offshore books. Oh, sure. No, I mean, that, they'll still have people gonna... play with locals, but why on earth would you play with an offshore well, at this it, point? I, it's good. What it's going to set up is, and I think it's interesting, it's going to set up a ton of competitiveness, uh, a ton of, um, you know, oh, yeah. what do we, you know, what, you know, because what, what offshores are going to do, I think offshores, I think you'll see a time when offshores are, are outlawed. Or, I mean, they are outlawed now, but I think they're going to be more stringent in going mm-hmm. after those books and stuff. I but have to. What, what they're going to do is you're going to have um, books offering, you know, five cent juice and, you know, uh, certain different things. Here's the thing, though, Blackjack, and, and this is kind of an interesting point as well. 
you have New York, you have Philadelphia, you have New Jersey, you have all these different places. All these states are very close to legalizing, and obviously New Jersey being the um, the New beach and Pennsylvania have already. Right, and and New York is not going to you know be far behind. No. What you're going to have, though, is for people that say, oh, this is really going to take a butt out of the locals, the, the uh, mob is not going to be able to operate. Get, get the hell out of here with that. First of all, um, what the books can offer is credit, Blackjack. You yep. and I both know that. Exactly. And most bookmakes, most bettors um, that I know, um, bet on, on credit. Uh, most yeah. of them, I know people, Blackjack, don't have bank accounts, for God's sakes. How are they going to get money on books? Plus, you know, again, what it's going to do is, Offshore is going to hurt because you have to go through so many hoops to get paid. You have yep. to go through all different things to get paid. And, and, and when you have a brick-and-mortar company, you have a bookmaker that you have a great relationship with. I don't know about you, but any locals that I have, I have great relationships with them. I've known them for years. You know what I mean? So I, I think they're really the, 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 the ones that are really going to yeah. hurt It's going to kill the offshore market, which, you know what, I'm not crying about because I, I'll be honest with you, I think offshores are more trouble than they're worth more times than not. But – I, my, my real curiosity, Jeff, is going to be in how these states set these things up because, you know, I, it, you're dealing with state legislators that a lot of times the people who are going to be making these rules have really no idea about the ins and outs of the business. And I, I'm just going to be curious to see because I think you will see a handful of states get too greedy and overtax this thing. And the sports books, look, you know it, you see the figures. Sportsbooks kind of walk a, a tight line with profits, and if you overtax that thing, it's going to be tough to make a profit. I mean, you kind of need to yeah. you need to set it up right, otherwise you're going to have a problem. No, and, and you're totally right. There's a lot of things, and I think you know the great thing about what what has went on here is I think it's allowed. Like for instance, William Hill at Monmouth Casino. I'm going to go ahead and guess that they already have their sportsbook manager, and all these casinos oh, yeah. are going to uh, follow suit. Um, it's going to be a, it's going to be a great time though, Blackjack, because, uh, and you know, also, I, Jeff, I, I, yeah, I just think that, that New Jersey is, is uniquely set up because New Jersey has had casinos sure, and sure. you know, they're kind of set up to, to rock and roll with this right away. And it's Blackjack, the states you know, like it's, it's the, the, the states that don't really have it that are going to look to add it and make money off of it. Like Kansas you know, or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I think you're going to see a problem. Because those states have no idea what goes into this industry and what the profit margins are and how tight it is. And if you go in there and you impose a heavy tax on it, those books are going to get crushed. Right. And I think also what you're going to have – and I'll keep I'll – I'll be short and sweet with this. I don't really care, frankly. You know, it's like I guess you look at the states you live in. I don't either. I guess you're right. It you really doesn't matter. At, yeah, you kind of look at the states you live in and you're like, well – um, I feel like where I live, you know, they're pretty. I mean, the problem in Pennsylvania is is going to be the tax. I mean, they're going to put like thirty percent on, on on stuff. From what I heard, it's going to be pretty very high. hard to win. For a book. Right, and, and and that's kind of you know, if you remember Blackjack, you remember when um back when poker was popular on online poker, um they Black Friday came down and what people did was they just moved to Canada and shit like that. Um, I think you'll see that. I think you'll see betters you know start to move certain places and and that's where. Blackjack, you might be right with certain things on Vegas and stuff like that. I just look at Vegas and I say from now on, I think they're going to be in battle for many years. And these guys out in Vegas have had this kind of aura around them saying, look, we're the monopoly. Well, yeah, but, and you're right. And they'll say, well, we, we can do this. We're, we're kind of the only ones who could do it legally. So we're almost kind of better than everyone else. They're not going to have that, that mantra anymore. They can't use that. And I think for most people – 
um, you know, they're just going to maybe look elsewhere. But listen, Vegas will always be there. Um, I'm just saying there's going to be other places that are going to be pretty appetizing as well to go to. And it's a good day for the business. I, I'm, I'm very, you know, I know you go to Atlantic City all the time. Um, I spend my summers in, in that area. Um, I'm very happy because I look at Atlantic City a different way. Uh, you there? Thank you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I heard someone scream, but uh, yeah, I, I spend my, my summers there and I look at, and I don't know if you look at it like this, but I look at Atlantic City as a beautiful town still. I, I'm still, I, I when I take my jet ski out in the bay and in the, in the inlets and stuff, and I look at the town, I, I look at it and I say, this is a beautiful town. It's so great to be here. When I I'm in New it, Jersey, you know, it's yeah, just great. I, I think and, it has a lot to offer. I think that it needs to be revitalized and, and hopefully this is kind of... Yeah the impetus to do that because sure. you know if you look at it geographically it's a very beautiful spot but it's also kind of run down and there are parts of it that that looks like it hasn't had a lot of economic development which hopefully yes. now that you get this kind of influx of new people and new money hopefully new jersey does the right thing and 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 puts more money back into that community because there's no reason it shouldn't be a great place you're totally right. I think, you know, over the next couple of years, you'll see it. You're obviously getting, you know, sort some revitalization now. It's just for many years, the boardwalks have been run down. You know, all the good casinos are out in the, in the you know, towards the, the Bay Area. Yeah. You know, the Borgata, yeah. Gold, Gold uh, you know, the uh, Harris. Harris. Um, but, uh, Blackjack, let's get to some phone calls here. If you want to call in, we'd love to hear from you at 917-889-3290 on the South Town 101 hotline, South Town 101 a great bar and grill in San Antonio, Texas, 101 Parade Street. If you're ever in the area, you want a new place to go and see a little town, go see San Antonio. Go see our friends at Southtown 101. Great burgers, beer, breakfast. They were very uh, cordial and, and great to us when we were down there. Uh, they took care of us, and they could take care of you as well. Hit up Southtown 101 in San Antonio, Texas. They have a lot of great things coming up down the uh, pipeline. Go check them out uh, in San Antonio when you're there. Uh, let's hit the uh, phone lines here. Uh, and talk. Uh, let's talk to our friend Johnny Cash. John, you're on the show. What's up, guys? How are you guys doing today? Love hey, Johnny, the what's topics up? You guys went through. Oh, it's awesome. I I tell you all day, so we're we're doing good today. <laughs> the Vegas Knights are an incredible team to watch after they lose, you know, because they yep. they always seem to bounce back, and also they when they when they get scored on. Seems like every two three minutes they they score back. They just don't quit. They're just a great team, and I, I thank you for uh, for giving me on that that team and on the winning side. So, but there's a lot to go. And then also I'm excited about the Cavs because it gives something exciting for DC to be excited about. So hopefully they can continue their success. But uh, the one thing I, I've been uh, noticing is the over and under all the hype games is six, and that's kind of like a tough number. But uh, I think I've, one one way I've been getting the the over and under setting live betting on the third period when they uh, when they do two and a half goals, so basically three goals to win to lose I guess I like going on on the under that's that's the way okay. I'm winning on this over and under but the I mean so far in the series it's over six is so hard to to gauge you know on what to choose where where are your thoughts with that. Uh, I mean, look, Johnny, I think that as you get deeper in the playoffs, these games are going to tighten up. So, um, you know, six is a big number. I, I, You know, as much as I love the over in, in the Knights and Sharks series, I would probably lean under in, in this Winnipeg series in most games just because you're dealing with two very, very closely matched teams. I, I, I don't 
and two outstanding goaltenders. I, I just don't think you're going to see six goals given up in very many games here, or more than six goals given up. I, I don't love betting the total in this series at all, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I've been staying away because just six is just that five and a half is is enticing to go either way. But five and a half, you can play with a little bit because you know you you can think you're going to maybe get an empty netter or something and hit that six. But I, I'll just be honest with you, I don't really see a ton of value in playing the total in this series. I I don't see it there. I mean, this game tonight, this game tonight should have been a shutout. I mean, Winnipeg slipped one through Flurry barely in the, in the third period. But I mean, realistically, this game should have been three nothing. Um, so I I don't I don't know. I, I I don't have a good feel for the total in this series. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. Um, also, a while back ago, I, I was talking to, to Jeff about the over and unders. Are you, are you still liking the Giants over five and a half? Uh, listen, John, I'll be honest. I, I'm not really – NFL is kind of uh, in my in my future right now. I, I, I'm getting prepared for college football and NBA draft. i, I got to be honest. I haven't I, – I, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I, I like what they've done. Yeah, I, like I love that one. Yeah, I like what they've done in the offseason, sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean that that one, that one, but their schedule seems so tough. Like right? that's the one thing that, that worries me. But uh, Johnny, I'm uh, sorry, I'll, man. I'll... Look, they added Saquon Barkley. They're getting Odell Beckham Jr. back healthy. You know, they added Nate Solder to the offensive line. There's no way this team doesn't win six games. I'm sorry, they're, they're not. They're not going six and ten. They're just not. There's too much talent. I like that. Uh, and then I and then I like the Nebraska over five and a half too. That was uh-huh. what I talked earlier. Yep. With with Scott Frost, so that that, that sounds like a good one. But um, what, what what are your thoughts on um, on the new broadcasting team for Monday Night Football? With uh, is it was it with Jason Wittenow or going on the on the on the team? Yeah, yeah I believe it is Witten. Who's doing yeah, the play by play on that? Uh. Test or uh, Testator. Uh, yeah, I like Testator enough. He's fine. Yeah, I mean, cool. listen, I, I try to turn the volume down half time anyway, but I, I don't have strong we... feelings about Testator one way or the other. And and Jason Witten, you know, look, I don't know, man. He should be okay. He's a pretty articulate guy. I I don't know. I I I kind of I don't really care about announcers one way or the other unless they're god awful. Like otherwise, they're just kind of there. Yeah. So, All right, John. But anyway, guys, I, I just want to thank you guys again for uh, for doing this show. I, I hope to see you guys on ESPN soon. You guys, you guys should be big enough soon. Because I, thank I, you. I mean, you guys are great content, great show. Anyways, you guys have a good night. Thanks, Thanks Sean. Take it easy. Uh, Blackjack. I mean, you look at one group that <laughs> you got to wonder. I mean, who runs this goddamn organization? I mean, how dumb are the NFL? I mean, they have to be the stupidest group I've ever. Like come across. I mean, just with like th- their feelings about everything. I mean, you know what this means for the NFL? It means a lot more money. It means a lot more ratings, higher fan engagement, sponsorships. Well, all listen, sorts of you hit things. the nail on the head. The NFL has been struggling for the last two years with their ratings, trying to make excuse after excuse and off the field for why their ratings are yeah. down. And you know what? They're going to go up now. The ratings are going to go up because if you live in you know, uh, Topeka, Kansas, and maybe you don't have a rooting interest in a Sunday night game between the, yep. the Jets and the Patriots, 
guess what? You do now. No, you're totally right. That's a great point. Um, and, and I'll tell you what, you know, all those, remember all those games that they had in the NFL this year where, hey, uh, yeah, this game sucks. I'm turning it off. Not anymore. Because now nope. there's games that might not be good games, but they're going to come down to the number. Um, yeah. That is you, you mean You mean the annual Thursday night Jags-Titans yeah. game? You mean that one? Every game, yes, every game. Um, it, it's just, I mean, let, let's get away from the stance that you're on. I mean, it's just stupid. I mean, oh, it's going to hurt the integrity. I mean, get the hell out of here. It's only going to help the integrity. It's going to yeah, have. Let me ask you a question. This is yeah. an argument that sports leagues used to make in the 70s when athletes made, you know, eighty or a hundred thousand dollars a year. You show me the athlete, Jeff, that yeah. makes seven <laughs> figures that no. is willing to risk their entire career over a bet. Who but, but is doing only, this? But it's only going to uh, it's only going to make the integrity better because what you're going to have is. When you have, a, and you know this, Patrick, when you have a, a state like Las Vegas, or, or I mean a, a state like Nevada and a city like Las Vegas, all these states have um, gaming commissions that oversee every state, and everything is to, bo- to, to, to policy. Exactly so right. It's, like, it's simple, like, if you make a bet and you win, the casino pays you. If you, you know, you have, they have, there's rules for everything. Everything is done. Listen, done you're exactly right. And, and I, I read something about this several months ago that said the one, when they were talking about this integrity fee that yes. the NBA was trying to get, the ones who ensure the integrity of the sport are the bookmakers. Exactly. The bookmakers want the game to be on the up and up. Sure. They don't want a fixed game. So if you think a bookmaker is taking a suspicious bet, you're out of your mind. They're Listen, not going to be on the hook for that. If you live in... For instance, I'll discuss Albania because I know Albania. Albania is a small country. It's fairly underdeveloped. There's not a lot of money. Jobs are sparse. Um, the, the, the soccer leagues are very small. They're not built up at all. I mean, you, you have stadiums, Blackjack, that, are, that were used in the, 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 the Serbian War. I mean, that's how poor it is. Um, I could understand an Albanian gangster going up to a player um, and saying, listen, I'll throw you 20 grand to throw this game in a soccer game. I mean, that's right. what happened. I'm not going to discount that. They also don't have, over, have oversight. Um, you, you really think that – go to a casino. Think how, look how much they watch you. Do you really think there's not going to be oversight on everything? Every betting bet that's made, there's a tabulation of it. They look at betting patterns. They look at all this stuff. It's literally – there's literally like an investigator at each – they're going to look through this shit. They're going to see this kind of stuff. And like Blackjack said, what athlete is going to risk his – Six, seven, ten, twelve-year career, and millions of dollars, multi-millions of dollars, um, to, to make, yeah, make a hundred thousand bucks or something. No one's Listen, doing it. Are you going to have, um, you know, situations where you might have once or twice? I remember in baseball, you know, uh, Jared Cozart was trying to find a, a tout on Twitter one time. You're going to have little things like that, but um, to, to say that's the reason you don't want it is. It is ridiculous. It's only going to improve the integrity. Uh, let's get to the phone lines. We have more calls here. Uh, if you want to join us, we would love to hear from you. What is your stake going to get sports betting? Are you going to change your betting habits now that uh, sports betting is pushed to be legal in, in different states? I'll tell you one state that's not going to get it is Utah. So if you live in Utah, uh, I, I'd like to know why uh, you live there. And second of all, I'd like to know uh, if, if you're a sports better. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, are you going to move out of Utah to be uh, a sports better? Because you're not going to ever get it there. Uh, 917-889-3290. Uh, 
Let's talk to Guan Wei. Guan, you're on the show. What's going on, guys? How are you? Hey, Good. Guan. What's up, buddy? Good. Uh, I just want to say first and foremost, because uh, I want to tell you in person, uh, Blackjack, your uh, your article about your, you know, your kind yeah. of like your autobiography, it was great. Thank, uh, you. thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. It was it was a really good read, and I appreciate you doing that. Thank you, Juan. I appreciate. So that. I just want to tell you. That I was waiting to tell you that. Um, and uh, my my next comment is is like uh, Jeff. I get what you're saying as far as Vegas, because you have the advantage as far as with uh, being so close to Atlantic City. But the thing is, with Vegas is like their club scene. Like when you know from like '08 to now, it's like a movie. You know what I'm saying? Incorrect. So like with the, incorrect. With, with the I can, incorrect. I can go to my. I can go to Miami. I can go to New York. Well, Miami uh, now, listen, but, I'm, I, but but listen, but listen. No, here's what no, I'm saying. But, but, but here's but, the thing, Jeff. What what Guan is saying makes sense, though. It, it, it this is why Vegas will always be Vegas because it has everything there. If you want to go to a great club, sure you can go to one of Miami or New York. If you want to go to a world-class so, restaurant, let me sure, you can do that what, in New York. But what you, will you happen? don't have the confluence of all of those things no, I get it, with I get gambling, it. Uh, with the weather that they maybe, have. Maybe, maybe for the next year. I get your point, Jeff. I get your, let, Jeff, let I get your just, point because the thing with, 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 uh, with Atlantic City, they can, they can evolve during time. But as far as right now, it's just like – Right now, with the DJ residencies and all the like artists and yeah, stuff that go there, and all, listen, they have them in Miami. No, I, I mean, I, okay, they Miami don't have, re- have gambling. They, they don't have what? they don't have res- residencies I, and stuff. That's what I'm saying. They play that, and then well, also Miami another thing too. Gambling. And, well, what and also, what's the number? But what's the number one? But what's the number one thing? Dennis Hopper said it best. Ain't no business like the whole business. It's still legal in some parts of Nevada. So if they can get in Vegas, they can, they don't mind taking a couple of trips to go in there and pay for some pussy and yeah, not but get fucking pissed. Uh, that's, that's not. That's not. That. That's Just being honest with you. No, but you Juan, can't that's do that. Not it. It's illegal Listen, in Las Vegas. Atlantic City is Atlantic City. I know it's illegal in Las Vegas, Listen, but I'm just Atlantic saying. Atlantic City is Atlantic City. But Atlantic City, five months out of the year, the weather sucks. Okay? I hear it's you. awful. And that's that. You, you're never yeah. going to replicate what Las Vegas has in another place in this country Here's because the burning it has question. everything. Here's the burning question. I'll ask Guan this. I have two questions for Guan. First of all, so let's say San Diego gets sports betting legalized. They get in California. They also get it in Miami. Do you think Las Vegas is going to be that great anymore? Because I mean, Miami's yeah, pretty cool. It, it's not the same, Jeff. It's not the same. Miami's not going to have twenty casinos on one road where you can go from any... one to one to one to one. It's not the same thing. Yes, it yeah, is not I, going I... to be the same thing. You will not replicate. People literally said the same thing when they legalized casino gambling in other states in this country. Said so nobody's going to go to Vegas. Other... They only did it in one other state, though. I mean, Jeff, there's casinos no, I... all over the country. Yeah, now there are. I mean, back in the and 70s. And has it hurt Vegas' business? No, not at all. In fact, Vegas had more visitors this year than in any other year. It's, it doesn't hurt them at all. Incorrect. Your last year, the all over the place. By, their visitors dropped last year by 2%, actually. Um, let me no, ask you I mean, also, I, I, Juan, did you, have you ever been to Vegas? Yeah, I've been, I've been twice. Okay. No, but, but I see what you're saying. Like, I get what you're saying, but, like, as a party scene and all that stuff, like, it's just nothing like it. You see what I'm saying? So that's the thing. Like I've been to Miami, I've been to Vegas and stuff like that. And I and I agree with your what you're coming from. I feel like when the once this starts getting in place and with Atlantic City they may can 
match that, but at the same time, just right Atlantic now, City will they never match still Las have Vegas. that mystique. They still have that Las mystique. Vegas. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I feel you on that, but I'm just saying, like, as far as right now, they're not worried about it because of the mystique that Vegas has as far as the party scene right now. You know but what I'm saying? Kid, like, over the past yeah. decade, you know. Yeah, but I, I got to tell you, like, I, I mean, I don't know what parties you're going to, but, I mean, I get those parties in New York, too, honestly. But, of course you but, can, but, but again, but Jeff, you, but don't you don't really drink like that, though, and anymore. New York is a hell of a lot more expensive than Las Vegas is. Listen, Blackjack, here's why I'll ask. If, if they were threatened by any of this, why have they tried to block it for so many years? Because you want to maintain a monopoly, Jeff. That's just good business. If you have a monopoly on something, you want to maintain it. You don't want to give up a piece of it. I'm not saying it's not going to take a bite out of their gambling, out of the sportsbook handle. It's going to. But if we're talking about as a whole, Las Vegas has a hell of a lot more to offer than sports books. You walk around Vegas in these casinos. Listen, I've been there twice in the last three weeks. You walk through these casinos, half of the times the sports books are half empty. Okay, the, the sports book is not where most people are spending their money in Vegas. Look, look at the numbers. They come out every month for the state of Nevada. Most of the money is not spent in sports books. It's not even close. It's, it's the lowest handle slides. of any game they have in a casino. It's the lowest handle. The money is spent on slots, on tables. It's not spent in the sports book. Yeah, listen, I, I, I bet since I was 12, I couldn't care less about it. I couldn't care if it not, if they stopped doing betting and gambling in Vegas tomorrow. It wouldn't matter to me one bit. I mean, it's something else. I mean, like, if, if you haven't been there, you really don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, like, a, it's, it's like a movie. I'm just saying, like, to me, like, it's like a movie, man. A like like I said, everybody, everybody wants the hungover world. experience, man, the hangover experience. It isn't the everybody same wants to do that when they get there. You can't go to any other place in the country. I, maybe the only place comparable is Macau where you can walk down a street and go from casino to casino to casino to casino yeah, but actually, I'm, I'm and experience sure. something different. You've been to Atlantic City, right? Because you can do the same thing yeah. there. Yeah, but, Jeff, the difference in Atlantic City is most of those casinos are shitty. I mean, the Borgata, Harris, and the Golden Nugget are nice. The rest of them kind of suck. And Atlantic City is not a nice place to walk around on the boardwalk. And you've got four or five months a year where the weather is just trash. Yeah, that's but that's the East Coast. I mean, that's how it is. Listen, if when Florida gets it done and all these other places, I think I think you're going to see a difference. But we'll see. Time will tell. Guan, great call, man. Thanks. Oh, no problem, man. See you guys. See you. Uh, great conversation tonight here. Nine one seven eight eight nine thirty two ninety. If you want to join the party, uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, let's talk to this person. Caller, you're live. You're up. Hello. Yo, you're up. And you're not there. 20 minutes you wait on hold, you don't answer. Uh, call back. Uh, call, you're live. Happy Monday, Fletch and Jeff. Today, two hey, brother, how you doing? Good. I'm doing well. Doing real well. It's a great Monday, even out here in Vegas, but for the rest of the country. Legal gambling. Sure. Uh, the state's going to decide. I'm pretty stoked about that. Excuse me. Yep. Uh, you know, a, a reason to possibly relocate back to Philadelphia from Vegas. But um, about what you were talking about with the other caller in Miami, I don't know where – like, if you look on Ocean Boulevard, I lived down in South Florida for a couple of years. There's nowhere to put a casino, casino on South Beach. 
Listen, Where would man, you put it? I, in Sunrise? I, listen, you, you're, you're Ryan, right? Yeah, yeah. Ryan, you're right. I lived in Miami. There, the closest casino you've got in Miami is Gulfstream, okay? You've right. got the Hard Rock in Hollywood, and the Hard Rock is not a great casino. It's okay. It's all right. And they'll probably, once Florida legalizes it, if they do it, which is not a given because I, I don't think I should have to – this isn't breaking news to anybody, but the electorate in Florida is a bunch of old people, and they're not real keen on adding new things to Florida. That's why it's been so hard to legalize marijuana in Florida, because the electorate is old, and they generally don't want to add these things. So it would not shock me if it took Florida quite a while to legalize sports gambling. Having said that, yeah. when they do legalize it, it will likely be at places like the Hard Rock and Gulfstream Park, which are in the suburbs. They are not in downtown Miami. And again, that's the difference with Las Vegas. You're going to have to drive. If you want to go visit Miami, yeah, you've got great clubs in Miami. You've got great restaurants in Miami. The weather is decent in Miami. You can go and do those things, but you're going to have to drive 30 or 40 minutes to go and bet in a casino. Okay? It's right. not Vegas. You can fly into Vegas, take a five-minute car ride, and then walk the entire strip and have casino after casino. There is no place in this country that will duplicate that. None. Yeah. Tough to do. It's just not going to happen. I disagree. Think about this. We'll see. Think about I mean, this, you can though, disagree, guys. Jeff, but you're wrong about it. I mean, there's, there's no place that's but, capable Blackie, of doing it. But, Blackie, you said that they're going to be better off in the end. How do you, how do you figure No, I didn't I don't say better it. off. I, I didn't I, say I they'll be better off. I said they'll be fine. Vegas okay. is going to be fine. I don't think they're going to make more money as a result of this. Right. But Las right. Vegas is still going to be Las Vegas. And I think the reason that they're going to be fine in large part is whether you realize it or not, you're going to be betting through Las Vegas. Because you know what's going to happen when, when New York legalizes sports gambling? You know what they're going to do? The MGM and Caesars and William Hill, these companies that all have these apps where you can bet in the state of Nevada, they're going to release those apps in New York State. And I know, you're going to not have to go to a sportsbook. You're going to bet through those apps I in get Nevada. You. I hear you. But you do know they don't set openers, right? They, they, they just grab them from offshore books. BetOnline sets openers. They're, they're one of the what's quickest the in the yes. So what's the difference? Well, I'm not saying there's any difference. I'm just making it a point. And, and, and again, why does that matter to revenue in other states? Who cares where the lines come from? Well, that's what I'm saying. You're the one who brought up openers. I don't know what it matters who sets the opening lines. If, if William Hill, if I have their app on my phone – and they put the the line up. I don't really care where it came from. That's the line. Right, 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 right. Now, you know what the most interesting part of this whole, you know, gambling piece is sports and it affecting, you know, a lot of some of the leagues, the NCAA specifically is saying it's going to affect the integrity of the game, which sure. arguably I think sometimes some of these ghost calls. But nonetheless, my point being, it can actually change the broadcasting landscape, you know, for – Right, exactly. Because think about having like Brett Musburg calling out smart live in game plays. That's easy for me to see. I mean, I would, what would I would he, what would he know about that? He, he, you think he could do that? Well, I'm just what I'm saying is he always used to slide in innuendos in his broadcast about gambling in the line. Well, listen, I'm not the, the, the test case for this is going to be Al Michaels because Al Michaels is certainly right. a gambler, right. and Al Michaels sure. is is one Are of those you, guys who was always aware of lines, and he's still on the air. So you're going to so see you're saying, like, 
you're saying like you you see like the Induendos being more free. You're, I thought you meant like you see like a show where Brent would like call a game and he would like give oh. you info. Like on, uh, no, I, no, I think that Al Michaels is now going to just openly discuss sure, the point sure. spread. Yes, right, right. right. No, yeah. I, I would, but I'm I would saying, agree. And then, yeah, and me, okay, so I, I, for sure, I think that as well. But maybe that becomes a bigger piece of the broadcast, right? That's it's what going I'm saying. To. For sure. Yeah, like, oh, going. you know, grab, you can get this line. Like, think about the advertising place, too. William Hill posting up on the NFL. Grab this line at minus seven and a half live right now, right? Like fl- flashing at the, at well, the bottom. I don't know that you're going to see that. I don't know that you're going to see these broadcasters talking about live lines because uh, I just, I just, yeah, I don't, think, so, I don't I think you are going to see them say that, you know, well, that, that field goal put us over the total of 41 and a half. Like, yeah, I think you're going to hear yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I wanted to talk a, a little hockey and some basketball and but let it you guys could, go. Hey, real quick, it could open the market up for someone to do that, though, couldn't it? That's sure what I'm saying, could. man. For sure. Yeah, oh, like some, we, somebody's got to do it, right? Like, the, even the if it's online. Is, but the problem but you is. You highlight a game, you, hi- yeah, you have to highlight is, one or two games. Yeah. Yeah, the problem is they'll never sell the rights to you to do it. So it wouldn't, you couldn't do it because you would have yeah. to basically go to the leagues and say, we want to use your, because you ever, you ever see at the beginning of it, any sports thing, they do that. This is a written yep. consent without, um, you know, that, that's yeah. what that says that there, you would have to get. You need the right to the feed. Yes, exactly. So now, not, not, not that I'm suggesting this, right. But, I may or may not have glanced across something on Facebook for the workaround is you play music over the broad. Yeah, over that's the not TV. a workaround. That though, that's stop. not a workaround. Yeah, that okay. was. That All was, right. Well, hey, listen, listen I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very. More innovative. I'm very. I'm very. Credit. I'm very uh, keen on blackjack notes. I'm very keen on copyright rules. Uh, I've been uh, I've been infringed upon many times with that. So I know the rules for that. Uh, I don't oh, man, think let's, that uh, let's hear your your hockey and basketball points. Yes. Okay, so, so first off, right, Vegas books not even respecting the home squad had to be a fake out. It had to be, right? I mean, I, you found them 135 or one. How was that a well, fake they were, out? They're giving you, they were, they were giving you plus money on Vegas. Yeah, what, what are you talking about? Correct. They're the favorite to win the Lord Stanley Cup. Am I wrong? Who are you talking about? The Vegas Knights. Sorry, no, I said the home Tampa's squad the in Vegas. No, no, Tampa was the favorite. Tampa was the favorite, but right now the odds. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really get Vegas being a dog that heavy of a dog in game one. Uh, and, and, and this kind of goes to Jeff's point about who opens odds, because I was in a sports book on uh, the day of game one in that series. And I talked to the bookmaker and, he, you know, he said that if he were setting the line himself, he would have opened it at minus 105 on each side. Um, but the line did get set by the offshore books for that game, and Winnipeg was minus 143 when it opened. Um, I, I thought it was crazy. I thought it was crazy to have Vegas at plus 130 today, especially right. today. I mean, I'm glad it was, but I, I think it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I just thought there's no way, there's no way in hell they're going down 0-2 to Winnipeg. No. I thought it was one of the more obvious bets on the card today, but um, – I just I, I I wanted to really talk about this this uh, the Rockets and the Warriors series because I think there's a couple of interesting pieces here. I mean, obviously earlier in their careers, right? KD and Harden. Hey, Dave, let's, let's try to keep it to like one or two points. We got a lot of people on the line here, bro. All right. Basically, my point is, you could have had at one point had they had they kept 
uh, James Harden on the spot for the four, for the fourteen season. You could add KD, Harden, Oladipo, Jackson, Sabonis, Deion Waiters, and Ennis Cantor. That could have been your line. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. crazy. That's a really good point. What's crazy is that everyone kind of drools all over Sam Presti and says, you know, he keeps making move after move to keep them in contention. Well, he's kind of taking them backwards because, you know, the, 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 look, the Harden trade is going to go down as a god-awful decision because when you read into the facts around that trade, it, it was just asinine, the reason that they wound up moving him. And then, you know, the, the other the moves that they make. Right? What's that? It was for the luxury tax, right? They it was for the luxury it. tax, but it was a difference of, I mean, a few million dollars, and you're in the luxury tax now anyway. So, right. <laughs> right. I mean, look, if you keep Harden and Harden blossoms into this player, maybe Durant doesn't leave. I mean, I, you, know what, you know what I mean? Because that three is probably as good as any three in the NBA if you've got Westbrook, Harden, and Durant. And then you're right. They draft, you know, they have these other guys on there. They have Sabonis. You know, and they make these trades, and it's just I, – I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not as high on Sam Presti as a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's surprising they got – you know, he got him to where he did or kept him in the playoffs this year. Guys, your, your war leader, before I go, is Philadelphia Phillies Aaron Nola. I don't know if you guys saw that stat, but he's number one on the war list. I love that. He's in a good spot right now, man. But, but you guys have a great night, all right? It, you too, brother. Good stuff, man. Uh, by the way, Black Chick, a little update out in Houston. Uh, Houston is cooked like a Thanksgiving yep, turkey. Down 13 one twelve, one thirteen, a hundred. This is, uh, you know, what we were talking about, Black Chick, earlier. I mean, it's it's not difficult. Uh, you know, wh- when you get a line at Golden State is a, a a dog, sometimes you got to take it. It's hard though. It was hard in this game because you look at this one and say, I just think this one is a trap. I mean, a trap, trap, trap. But Houston, uh, he faltered. Uh, let's keep it moving. Let's talk to our next caller. Caller, you're live. Yo, what's up, Jeff? What's your name? Uh, Josh from Ohio. Oh, hey, hey listen, Josh. Josh Blackick, you gotta you gotta hear what Josh said the other night. Josh says uh, some funny things on the show, but he called Ryan and I the other night. Now, Josh actually believes that the Cleveland Browns can win nine games this year. He actually believes that. Oh, yeah, okay. actually, I do. Josh, you have to I mean, try to happen, justify Josh. that. I mean, they, they've uh, not won a game. They've won one game in like three years. Uh, well, well he, he, uh, okay, I'll, I'll reiterate. First of all, actually, at the bare Wait, what minimum. what are you going to do? <laughs> listen, listen, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say, say this. First of all. The, the Browns, I believe, at the bare minimum, they will be a 500 team this at year. Bare minimum, yeah. okay. come on, that's dude. the bare minimum that they're they're going to do. And I okay, if I they don't, don't, if they don't, what are you going to do for us? Will you never talk about sports again? Is that okay? I don't want to devote a lot of time to this, Josh, because I'm going to be honest with you. It's a waste of time. The Browns have a lot of talent. I will agree with you. The, the Browns have a very talented roster. I think it's the second most talented roster in that division after the Steelers. But your head coach 
is an idiot. Right. He is an idiot. And you have a really tough schedule. You have an offensive coordinator who can't get along with NFL players, my man. And he's Your a bad offensive coach. coordinator got run out of a head coaching job, and he got run out of Pittsburgh after it came out that him and Ben Roethlisberger, his quarterback, hadn't spoken to each other in six months. You have a head coach that doesn't know what he's doing and an OC who alienates and players left also, and right. They're also, not going to win that many games. Who's your quarterback? Oh, please don't say Baker Mayfield. Please. Tyrod Taylor. Okay. It's either, either Tyrod Taylor or fine. Baker Mayfield. I like Tyrod but Taylor. We're talking about in the future. Baker Mayfield stinks. Listen, I, it's not even about him. I like Tyrod Taylor. I like Landry. I like Gordon. I like Coleman. I like the additions that the team has made. I do. I think they have a very good roster. But your organization is still bad. Your head coach won one game in two years and then came out and said, nobody else could do the job I did. Well, you're right, Hugh, because I'm pretty sure I could have won three games in two years head coach, being the head coach of that team. So he's right. Nobody else could have done that job. And your Josh, offensive you- coordinator, his players hate him. Exactly. Josh, what are your other points? Okay. Have you seen the opening line? If what you're saying is true, that that the Cleveland Browns are just a a bottom feeder, then – I didn't say bottom feeder. I said they'll win five or six games. That's what they'll win. They're not winning eight or nine. Okay. Then then actually Blackjack is – somewhat of a, a level with me. I said that, I also said at the bare minimum that there are 500 teams. But that's so, not 500, I mean, Josh. There's 16 games. 5 and 11 is not 500. He's I mean, close. Anyhow, have you looked at the line? It's actually Pittsburgh, the opening game, minus 6.5. Or almost 500. How does that even matter? How does it even work? What crazy, unbelievable math are you do, do, doing that uh, 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 5 and 11 is almost 500? What are you talking about, Josh? I mean, I, listen, Josh, the Browns have the talent. The Browns have the talent to be a 500 team, but their coaching is atrocious. Correct. And that's plain what and simple. It's yeah. atrocious. So okay. you're going to tell me, I, Josh? I, I, that you want to let you want to take the seven in week one is that what you're telling me? You're going to lay one thirty five on this and take the seven? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I, I'm, I'm darn well. Uh, I, bo- I really believe the Browns will beat Pittsburgh in the opening game. By the well, way, it hey, seemed kind of oh, it, 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 it seemed kind of funny the fact that it, they're at, the Browns are actually playing. Philadelphia in the preseason game, and that's the fourth game. They happen to be playing the Super Bowl champs, hey, Josh, Josh, you know, in the preseason. Josh, I would think that the Philadelphia Eagles would actually want to play the uh, uh, some other team besides the Browns Josh, to pre- prepare for the game for the season the ahead. Period. That's not happening. It's kind of funny to me. They don't pick their preseason schedule. Yeah, and the fourth and the fourth game doesn't matter anyway. So I mean, and Josh, here's what I'll tell you: if you that's when they put the uh, starters in, in no, more in the game, game man. Third game. No, it is third game. Josh, listen, here's what I would do if I were you. And this is, I mean this, go to, go to one of the books offshore, five dimes, maybe they're going to let you manipulate the line. Okay. It's five and a half. Now they'll let you bet eight. They'll give you probably great odds on that. 
go ahead and bet it. I, I would, if you're so confident in, I would do that. You can make yourself some money. <laughs> right. Okay. okay. I wouldn't tell you. I appreciate it. I, I think it's an absolutely despicable, disgusting idea. But if you want to do it, who am I to tell you? <laughs> I'm telling you that that is, okay, people Scott, are just putting right, this right. team down so, so bad for I'm so not long. Them down, There's Josh. only one. I thought I explained this to you last time you called in. They, you look at their draft. They didn't improve, Josh. They took players they didn't need. They don't need a guard. They need a left tackle. Who's going to play left tackle for a Hall of Famer that you lost? Who's going to be your second and third down back? Because you don't have one. Who's going to be? Do, do, you, know, do, you, uh, do you realize some of the teams that they're going to be? Listen, they're going to the beat Carolina. I'm not, they're also going to be, no, be, um, be Carolina. Uh, they're the not, same they're not, as they're well. Not. Gosh, no, they're I, not. Josh, Josh, I, Josh I, we got to let you go, brother. You, you, you're not. You're not this following. This is nonsensical tonight, Josh. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're not beating Carolina. You're not beating New Orleans. You're not beating Pittsburgh. Yeah. It, it, yes, the roster is, is decent. Carlos Hyde is a fine running back. He's not great, but he's okay. The receivers are good. Tyrod Taylor is a serviceable quarterback, and the defense is good. But you are not going to overcome the fact that you have a terrible coaching staff. You're simply not going to be prepared to win the game. You're in a very tough division. Uh, We'll keep it moving here. we got calls galore. we got about 33 minutes to go. This is fun tonight, Blackie. This is why we're here. Uh, Let's talk to our next caller. Caller, you're live. Uh, Caller, you're live. What's up? Hey, it's Zach from Florida. Zach, what's up, man? Hey, Zach. Here's my question. I was wondering what you guys think with the – Legalization of sports spending. What's that? What, what's that going to do to the lines that books put out? Are you going to see more public, more public lines, or what do you think is going to happen to that? Well, that's a good question. I, I think it, it, here's the problem, Zach. We're, we're not going to know who you know. Like, I, I think it's interesting now because you know we don't really know who the public are. We feel like we do, but I think it's only going to add. There's also going to be a lot of sharp people that are going to you know bet. But yeah. I think it will drive up public numbers because Blackjack, you would agree, and it'd be crazy not to agree. If you're betting, you're already betting. You're not going to like, oh, now that I can bet on sports, I'm going to actually bet now. Exactly. You're already betting. Exactly. We kind of already have that sharp market or those good player yeah. people market. I will come out and say, Zach, I think the sharp thing, I think it's absolutely ludicrous. I don't think it really exists. I, don't th- I think there are good bettors out there. I think there are bettors that are good at certain sports, and yeah, they might yeah. have some money. But just because you have money and you bet a lot on, on – I think the closest thing to a sharp was Billy Walters. And – his information was hard to get. You really had to – because Billy Walters, it's not like he walked up to the to the, bet, the book and started betting. He had agents that were going to bet for him. So, you know, I think we'll have a better public understanding. But as far as sharps, I think, that, you know, or, or a sharp better, I think they've already been established. Listen, and, 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 again, I, you know, I, I mentioned – Zach, I, I mentioned this because I, I, did, I did these interviews with, with bookmakers over the last week. And I asked both of them, you know – You'll get these people online. They'll say, "Well, just fade the public, fade the public," and they they said the same thing. They said that's it's not a winning strategy long term because if you look at what the public bets and what the results are, they usually hit pretty close to fifty percent of the time. It's finding the bets where the public are either wrong 
or the ones where you agree with them and separating those two. It's I not- think they're black chicks. There are certainly situational sports and angles that you can make money bet against the public. I. Yes, you're right. The NBA regular season. Correct. Yes. Um, there, there's yes. certain game, You know, remember those Big Twelve games in college basketball where exactly. You know, those exactly. Kind of situations. Yes. But you're not going to just oh I'm going to fade every, the NFL. I'm going to yes. fade every. There's, Every well, Jeff, the, the best example was, you know, at the Action Network, we have something called BetLabs.com, where you can go in and basically put in any sort of information you yeah. want. It will it will show you the trend. Sure. If you would have taken every college basketball game in Division One since 2007 and faded the public, you would be down crushed 1,200 units over that time. Yeah, it's it's not a winning strategy. It's not. It, it, you're right, though. Situationally, you have to find those spots, isolate them, and pick them out. And that's what it comes down to. It's not a blind strategy. Otherwise, everybody would win. Great question, Zach. That's a good question. Yeah, I've, I've been using the Action Network where you can like see how much percent of the money is on what side. Yeah. And that's, been, yeah. that's been helping me out lately. It is helpful because it's helpful to see the splits. Exactly. I also... I've also discussed, and, and I talk with Blackstreet about this, I think in baseball there's a decent market in fading line moves, like for certain teams. You know, uh-huh. you have You're like right. a – let's say you have the Red Sox against the, the Padres, you know, and you know, you know that the Red Sox are a public side. They're on a six-game winning streak. Um, they open up 140 or 160 or whatever the line is. And you look the next day, 80% of the money's on the Boston Red Sox, but the line has went the other way. That's a big-time, exactly. you know, sharp angle. Um, that's something in, in, in certain sports, baseball in particular, and, you can really – And, Jeff, that. you're 100% right about that. And, Zach, what I would say, more than fading the public or looking what the public is doing, try to look at what the books are, are trying to make you do. Because yes. what Jeff is saying makes all the sense. If, if 70% of the money is on the Red Sox and the line goes from minus 140 to minus 120, the book is begging you to take the Red Sox. Yes. In which case, you want to go the other way. Correct. All right, that was very helpful. Thank you. Thanks, Zach. Great call, man. A very, uh, very good call. Zach, uh, a good guy. Uh, goes to Florida State. Uh, Patrick, he actually wrote a paper about me. I was in it, uh, a, a paper for school. Uh, I made my debut. Um, Your academic debut there. Yes, a nine one seven eight eight nine. At least I was included in his autobiography. It wasn't included in yours, but that's wow, another story. No, I'm kidding. Nine one seven eight eight nine thirty two nine. If you'd like to join the party, we're having fun tonight. Uh, let's keep rolling through some calls here. Uh, we'll talk to a new caller. It looks like I haven't seen this number before. Uh, caller, what is your name and where are you from? What's going on, man? I'm James, and I'm from Georgia. Hey, James, James from Georgia. What's happening? Uh, not much. Just before I get started, I want to go back to your caller one or two ago, Josh. Just saying, <laughs> if I if I was doing some math like him back in high school, making five and eleven, almost five hundred, I would have had a damn A plus <laughs> in algebra. I'll tell you what. Let, let me ask you, uh, James. Would would you want to have some of the drugs that he's on tonight? This sounds fun, right? Would be fun. <laughs> it sounds God. like a damn good time, to be honest. With yes, you. it, it does. Like a damn good time. What's on your mind, James? But, uh, well, I'm I've been thinking about some futures lately actually. And uh Okay. I would uh I've I've been taking I've been thinking real long and hard about this and I I take uh Jeff Nadu for clogged arteries minus 500. <laughs> wow, dude. You actually waited on hold to say that that whole time? I will say I that you worked it in nicely. Now James, keep I'm in actually, mind. I'm, I I'm, I'm, James, shut up for a second. Keep in mind. Oh, excuse me? Excuse shut me? Shut up, James. Shut up. 
Oh, you want me to shut up? Really? This is our show. Shut up. Oh, this is your show, really? What do you make? Fifty K a year off? All right. See you later, James. Uh, if you would have just shut up, I would have talked to you. But uh, keep in mind, you waited 30 minutes to say that on a Monday night where you could be having sex with your girl or hanging out with your kid. Because um, I'm sure you have kids, and they actually have you as a father. It's unfortunate. Uh, but, hey, great stuff. And I am the big man on campus. You'd wonder when these jokes would end, Blackjack. I call myself the big man on campus. And I'll guarantee you, James, my girl looks better than yours. But, hey, you waited that long to say that. Great stuff. You fit it in. We actually thought you were a cool caller. Uh, but we have your number, so we'll just not answer you again. Uh, let's go to uh, Teddy in South Dakota. I believe this is Teddy in South Dakota. What's up, Teddy? Hey, hey guys. How's it going? Good. What's up, Teddy? Um, hey, uh, Blackjack. Um, quick thing here. I just want to know your thoughts. Um, is this series really going to be a blowout? Do you think they get swept the uh, Houston, uh, Houston uh, Rockets? No, I think it's five. I, I think I think Houston will get one. Um, I don't know whether it's going to be game two or game four, but I think they get one of those two. Um, and I think Golden State wins it in five. Listen, man, I, it, there are some times when, when you just don't overthink something. And the Golden State Warriors are simply the better team. Hands down, they're the better team. The, the Rockets don't look like the same team they were in the regular season. I don't know whether it's coaching, whether it's players, a combination of the two, but the Warriors are the better team. They're going to win these games. They came out tonight. They knew. They knew they had to steal this momentum from Houston. They took all the air out of this team tonight. The Warriors are going to win this series, I think, in five games. So why do you think the, that the books had uh, the Warriors at plus money on the money line and then had plus points? I mean, if you're going by the logic that they, they're wanting you to take a play, wouldn't a lot, the majority of the public take the Warriors with the plus because points? Because I think that what Jeff said earlier makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of casual bettors look at that and they think, oh, this is a trap. They want me to take the Warriors, so I'm going to take Houston. And it's just it, – there are times in gambling – when you just don't overthink it. You can talk yourself out of a good bet, and this is one of them. It's the better team. Yes, they're on the road. I don't care that they're on the road. They play well on the road, and I'm catching a point and a half. I'm taking that. I think that a lot of people who maybe are more novice at it will look at it and say, they're trying to get me to bet the Warriors. I'm going to take Houston. I don't really care what they're trying to make me do in this circumstance. I'm taking it. Same thing with the Golden Knights tonight. They're plus 130. I'm taking that. They're down 0-1 in a series. You tell me the last time that team's lost two games in a row. It's been months. I'm going to take them plus 130. There are some times when you just don't overthink it. Points, good points. I mean, it's tough with the NBA just because, you know, you, with the line movements and stuff. And I agree, but it's time. getting easier. As the playoffs go on, it gets easier because you weed out some of those teams that you that are hard to get a read on, like the Bucks. And, you know, yeah. the, the Blazers, those teams fall by the wayside. And now we're looking at a series where it's pretty straightforward. I, I mean, I'll just tell you, if the Warriors are catching points, I'm taking them. If the Celtics are at home catching points, I'm taking them. And those are like two hard and fast rules I'm just not going to stray from. As far as the over, was it, I think it, for some people it pushed, didn't there? I mean, they were right on with the some over. Some it on. did. It was right there. Oh, that, that's just 
yeah, that's just crazy to me how Vegas just has this pinpoint playoff over. Oh, they're always like good at that. Close. They're always good at that. But it's <laughs> it, it's just you know it's one of those things, brother. I I just I don't overthink this stuff when it's when it's the Warriors. Like I said to Jeff earlier, the Warriors haven't been underdogs in two years. You're gonna give me a point and a half against this Rocket team? Yeah, I'm taking it. Yeah. All right. One more and one more question. This one's for Big Man. Hey, Big Man. Um, I want to know first and foremost how far you think Belgium gets in the World Cup. And if you think Mexico, well, how far you see Mexico getting in the World Cup? That's a great question. I actually think Belgium could win the World Cup. The problem I have with them is um, they're a lot like England. Um, there's always high expectations for Belgium. The problem is they haven't been led correctly for years. Um, you know, they had some some shitty managers. Roberto Martinez is in now. He's done a better job. This is a great. They're a great side. I mean, they have a ton of great players. Yeah, you know, they have De Bruyne, who other than Salah was the best player in the Premier League. They have. You know, Hazard, they have Lukaku, they have um, a great defense. They have everything. Uh, they have everything you would want uh, in a side. The only question is, can they fulfill expectations? Listen, they're going to make a run. Uh, can they win? Sure they can. I think they're a really good um, side. Are they up at the, the Germany, Brazil, France level? I think they're right below it. I think they're a good team. Are they great? I'm not sure yet. But I definitely think they can win. I, I don't think there's any any belief that they can't win. It's just, will they be able to fulfill expectations? Um, I think they can. Sure. As far as Mexico, um, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think they can make it particularly far. No. Um, I, you know, they, they have a, a solid team generally. And yeah, you know, there are some, obviously some new faces uh, in the world cup this year from the, the central America, South America worlds. Uh, but you look at their group, Sweden's a lot better. Uh, Germany's obviously very good. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they don't get out of the group stage, frankly. Um, you know, they were kind of, you know, you know, the different confederations cups and stuff like that. They've been underwhelming. Uh, and Sweden is a lot better. Um, it's going to be a battle between them and Sweden. Uh, I have a feeling Sweden's going to win that battle. Is it been confirmed that Ibrahimovic is going to play for Sweden? No, Ibrahimovic is not playing for Sweden. Oh, okay. Okay, because I know that uh, he, on the Jimmy Kibble live show, he said that he might be yeah, making an he, appearance. He, is, he has said that, but um, according to the, the, the squad, they're moving on without him, supposedly. Uh, and look, they're a good side. I mean, they have some really good players. Uh, they're going to be fine. Victor Lindelof's a great player. Lustig's a great player. Emil Forsberg, they have a great side. Uh, I just think they're kind of – Marcus Berg's a great striker. I just think they're a little bit fresher. I just think they're a little better than Mexico. And I've been, like I said, very underwhelmed with uh, El Tree, really. Yeah, I mean, besides, I think Chicharito, I think, he's the only player I think that they have on this roster that plays in the Premier League. I, I, I agree. I, I hope they I hope they finally can advance from the group and get a win because um, it seems like that every World Cup they advance out of the group and then they lose right the next game. So Yeah, and that's kind of – there's four levels of, of World Cup. There's great teams. There's good teams like Belgium and Croatia and Argentina. And then there's like average. And, and I would put them in average to below average. They're not Tunisia or, or Morocco, but they're kind of Mexico and, um, you know, you know those kind of teams, you know, uh, you know, Peru and those kind of groups, they're okay. Um, they're good in, like, the Gold Cup, but they're not good at the world level. They're, they're kind of <laughs> relatable to – and this is – sorry to say, but they're a lot like the African nations, frankly. The African nations are, are solid. They're always good, well talked about, but 
They don't have the ability to win big tournaments. They just don't. It's a lot like uh, a mid-major in college basketball. They're great for a couple rounds. They're, they're fun to watch. But ultimately, they don't have the talent level that, you know, a Spain's going to have or a France's going to have. Um, they have a couple good players, but it's hard to imagine they're going to get very far. And the Gold Cup, they're a great team. But uh, at this level, I don't see it. All right. Well, thanks for taking my call, guys. Yeah, hey, good stuff, man. Thanks. Yeah, um, and I will have my uh, World Cup futures out, Blackjack, over the next day or two. Really looking forward to that tournament uh, and uh, trying to make some money there. Um, we'll wipe the board here with one final caller. Uh, if you want to join us late night here, we'd love to have you. you got about 17 minutes or so to hang. Uh, if you want to get in a late call, we'd love to have you here. Uh, you're live. Yo. You're up. Hey, hello. And you're gone. Uh, Blackjack, let's uh, update a little bit of uh, baseball. Obviously, we're going to talk baseball tonight, but um, this is obviously a big decision that happened today, so obviously we're going to talk baseball. Uh, what did you have today, Blackjack? Did you hit all your bets? Or? Uh, I was 4-1 and one today. The one that I missed was the under on the Red Sox. Athletics. Uh, I really need to stop betting on the Boston Red Sox because I don't <laughs> seem to ever be able to catch a ticket with them involved. I had under nine with Porcello and Manea pitching, and uh, they put 11 on the board. That was the one miss I had today. Otherwise, I had the Warriors, the Golden Knights, over eight and a half with Cleveland and Detroit, and over eight with the Braves and Cubs. Yeah, surprising to know, and Rick Porcello really came back to earth. Uh, no one's surprised by that. Uh, what else do we have today? Uh, Rays beat the Royals in a game that I thought would be a little bit more high scoring, uh, a boring game <laughs> down, in, down in Tampa. Um, but yeah, baseball's kind of just, you know, getting by day by day. Once the basketball and hockey seasons end, we'll get a lot more into it. But, uh, yeah, check, uh, it's just kind of there, right? Yeah. It depresses me that we're going to just have baseball soon. <laughs> Well, that's why I'm happy the World Cup's going on this year because, like, there's. I know, and I'll tell you what, I'm going to dig into the WNBA. That's my that's sure. my resolution to myself is I'm going to really get into WNBA action this year because I don't have to tell you there's value there because there's not oh, yeah. a lot of money bet on it, so the lines don't really move. There's some value in the WNBA, and that's that's my that's my mission for the year is to really dig into WNBA stuff. Yeah, actually, uh, I actually have the Phoenix Mercury to win that uh, this year. I took a little few. Take the Vegas then. Aces, buddy. Two expansion like to- teams in Vegas. I like Tarasi, man. I, I think Tarasi's fantastic. But no, I, I've heard good things about them. You know, another sport, black chick, that I've, I've, I've gotten into in the past. It's a lot different now because there's not very many teams left. The uh, Arena League. I don't know if you've ever been on that. Is it still going on? I didn't, I didn't even know they were still playing. There's only four teams. Uh, I don't know why they're. I don't know why they're still doing it. But CFL is another good one. Um, I know some people that are. I do like that. betting on the CFL. I'll agree with you there. Yeah, um, you know, but you have to. You have the NBA draft, which is a bettable opportunity, but it's only a day or two. You have, you know, the World Cup. So we'll get. Yeah, through it. I'm looking forward to the World Cup, but uh, I'm gonna really, I'm gonna take a deep dive into WNBA. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down that that path in, in my life. I mean, you have to ask, why do we still have the, the Arena League? Like, does anyone really need it? There's four I don't teams. Know, dude. Like, I four don't know. Teams. Now we've got two new football leagues starting up in the next two years, and it's like, oh, yeah. 
I don't. I, I mean, look, at the end of the day, it all comes down to one simple thing. Either you've got quality football or you don't. And I can't see them putting a quality product on the field. Well, last but not least, Blackjack, you know where uh, I'm going to be making all my money this summer, and I expect you to tell my plays, um, that big three tournament. I was very uh, good on that uh, last You were year. very good at that, yeah. Yes, yeah. and I I've, I study the teams. I watch the draft. I was very into it. I, I love the uh, big three league. So, so there you go. You'll cover the big three. I'll do WNBA, and we'll cover basketball oh, yeah. all year round. Yeah. No, I lo- I'm very I'm very high on that. I, I would love to do that. I, I'll even throw in summer league if you really want me to. Um but we'll see. Uh, Blackjack, wrap it, up, wrap it up a little early here, uh, about 14 minutes to go. Uh, great show tonight, great calls, great content, great conversation, you know, from the sports betting sure. stuff. Uh, it's a big day uh, for a lot of people, and uh, it was fun to chat about it. Obviously, we had a crazy call from Josh talking about uh, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I, w- I remember, Blackjack, you weren't on for that call last week when you called in about that. So, uh, obviously, you had to recast that. Um, but an ugly call nonetheless. I hope he doesn't actually believe that. Uh, but we'll wrap it up here. Everyone have a great night. We appreciate you joining us tonight. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. We will get in finally to the five pitchers to fade in Major League Baseball when you see them on the hill. I'll get to yeah. that uh, and more. Uh, Blackjack, any final words? I love all you guys, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow. See you later, everybody. How I wish that there were more than the 24 hours in the day. Even if there were 40 more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. A fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is strong heart and a nerve steel. Viva! Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.